this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. I am grateful that you have decided to spend some time with me on this Tuesday morning to listen to the latest in self-care. So in this space, I like to refer to self-care as from one of four different angles. One is from the perspective of health and fitness, which is probably the most common one. We also like to look at self-care from the perspective of the thoughts that we think and the beliefs that we believe, because taking care of your mindset is front and central to how we take care of ourselves, because it just drives the decisions that we make. But as an entrepreneur, we also like to look at self-care from a business perspective. So we also like to talk about all things um, self-care related to your business. This can mean marketing. It can mean all kinds of strategies to help you stand out more. And then finally, probably the other most common way that we refer to self-care is from the perspective of listening to somebody's journey. That's why we call this show The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care, because the journey changes as you change. So I'm happy that you're here. I'm grateful for your support. If I'd love for you to help, help us continue to share our message and spread our love around the world. Let's get started. Hey, hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. So today I'm super excited. I have my friend and colleague, Eddie, here today, who is one of the co-founders of Bowie Hydration, which is one of our brand partners. Um, you hear me talk about a lot in on here, particularly, about how great the Bowie Hydration product is. I, I love the, the slogan, easy squeezy. Um, uh, and it I just, I personally love just using, using the products myself. So, but we're going to have a, a, a great discussion here about, and hopefully let you walk away with some, some tips and ideas about, um, you know, not just what hydration is, but, you know, how we can actually make that better for you. I, I had Eddie back on the show as a guest back last year, and I wanted to get him back so we could continue this discussion. So thanks so much for joining me today. Of course. It's always great talking to you, Allison. And I think uh, the conversation of cold weather workouts and staying hydrated is uh, pretty timely and relevant, especially as everyone is potentially kicking into some new routines. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, well, you know, let's not beat around the bush. Let's just dive right in. So, so what, um, you know, I, I, I hear this, I've heard this come up a lot in people that I've been talking to pretty much since the beginning of the year. And where I live in North Carolina, it's been, I don't want to say seasonally cold this week. It's been actually a little colder than that. And if I'm right. being perfectly honest, there's been a few days where I've sort of like forgotten literally to drink as much water as I normally do. So, and I know I'm not alone. I know there's a lot of people out there that you know are thinking about that too. Why do you think people don't think about that in the colder weather? Well, I think there's a few reasons. And one, uh, you could think about it from probably at a more microbiological level, which is, mm -hmm. as you just mentioned, uh, our thirst responses just aren't as sensitive during colder months and like not specific. It's not a seasonal thing. It's a weather thing. So when you are colder, it's going to be less sensitive. I think some studies have even showed that that can be the case up to 40%, probably wow, at the more micro That's a lot. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think with, with going off of that, some people already don't listen to a thirst response. So they might, it's like those feelings of being thirsty might be normal and you might push past it because you're in a meeting or back-to-back -back meetings all day, uh -huh. or you're in the middle of a workout. So 
uh, imagine kind of still being like getting those same responses, but even more uh, diluted, if you want to say, throughout the day. So in general, yeah, uh, that you're probably not remembering to do it as much as you were in warmer weather. And I would say the other thing that kind of goes into why you lose sight of it is just really the way that we've been taught to think about hydration. I mean, look at all the athletes in the summer sweating like profusely on the side. Totally. Yeah. Uh, And you also don't sweat as much uh, when you are cold and you won't feel it as much. It's not the same kind of like really uh, like noticeable sweat. So those probably all factor into uh, (laughs) why people have a harder time understanding and and seeing hydration in in the cold. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think too, I'm just speaking from my perspective. I, I feel like some days I've honestly, I've always been of the mind that I feel like we actually need more water in the colder weather than we do in the warmer weather. And maybe that's because the air is so much drier. What do you think of that? Yeah, those are really good points. I would say first, uh, it's probably not only dry outside, but even the heated air in your home is typically drier than the air that you'll get on a summer day. So yes, Uh the air is being drier uh, is totally a a, a good reason for that. And then I think you're just working harder. Uh, Yeah. it's really tough to think of like how small things like an extra sweatshirt, sweatpants, uh, a hat, uh, or, you know, when you're starting to layer up, if you're especially outside, if you're running, you know, a 5k and you're doing that in even five pounds of, uh, you know, speci- specifically like cotton, really heavyweight cotton stuff, you're just working harder. Uh, Mm -hmm. And not only are you working harder because of the layers and the weight on there, but your body's also working harder to stay warmer. So Mm -hmm. your body is actually doing a lot to compensate, to make it feel normal. And, you know, people, I think often just push past it and you're, you're working out. It's really tough to tell you know, what's that normal 5k rate and like, what are you doing on top of that to compensate for a potential like 20 degree outside wind chill effect. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So that, that makes sense. So when you think about it really. Um, so as far as, I know we touched on this in our last chat, so I just want to go back to it a little bit is, you know, let's talk a little bit about what, what hydration really is. Cause you know, again, I, I think there are so many people out there that think that when they think of hydration, what they think of is drinking water, but they don't think of all the other things that go with it. Right. And I, you know, this is something that we run into and part of the reason why we started Bowie, uh, I I would say really hydration is two parts. It's Uh fluids and electrolytes. You can't really get around that. And I think when we looked at like why we started Bowie, that was really one of the things is like people associate it with water, um, or they associate it with the fluids, uh, or they may not, or they may associate it with electrolytes, but they may not understand just how integral those two go together. It's maybe I'll be drinking water throughout the day. And I had a little bit of electrolytes, but it's really, it's not just like a, you know, the sprinkle on top, I would say you, you, you need both, uh, for proper hydration pretty Mm -hmm. consistently. It's Mm -hmm. not just a, uh, kind of one-off thing. And, and that's, you know, that was the whole reason behind the way we started our company and the way that our form factor works is to really bring electrolytes top of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I just, I, I'm glad that you explained that a little bit more because I do feel like so many people do not understand that there is 
a connection between the two that you really cannot have one sufficiently without the other. I think that's the reason, uh, you know, we were, we kind of all grew up with this like marketing period of being told by Gatorade that, uh, electrolytes are really for like peak performance. And I think that's like why we associate it. You grab a Gatorade before your basketball game. Uh, you know, I, I remember grabbing Gatorades before like practice or totally. a basketball mm-hmm. game, but when I was growing up in middle school, uh, high school even, but mm-hmm. you kind of, I mean, you need that every time you're hydrating, it's not just at the peak performance level. And I think that that's what gets lost for people is it's, it's like, I'm going to stay hydrated and then consume electrolytes in my diet when, or get like a jolt of electrolytes when I need to uh, play and be my best. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the other thing that I, I think is like the, the negative effect of how we've kind of grown to conceptualize hydration really comes down to the fact that it is, it's just really left at peak performance. People mm-hmm. don't understand the like they may understand the physical on the body side ailments uh-huh. of hydration, like keeping your muscles moving and like w- everything that goes on the side of like reflexes and like being your best athlete. But I mean, we really focus on, I really start with like uh, hydration affects your brain. It affects your mood. It affects really like yeah, the it's fundamental very, core it's, pieces. It's connected like everywhere. I mean, it's all connected together. Uh, totally. I, uh, one thing I always like to tell people is like, it is really the foundation. I mean, it's the foundation for all of your wellness goals. It's not just another wellness. It's really hard to build any sort of wellness goal, whatever that is, is whether you're targeting weight loss or you want to like increase your PR by X percent, whatever. It really starts with hydration. I mean, one thing I say to people is like, it's, it's even the healthiest people, uh, you know, and it, it shows up differently in men and women, men, even when they're mildly like, uh, dehydrated, mm-hmm. they will get slightly anxious and nervous and women mm-hmm. will experience more sluggishness and like brain fog. And yeah. Yeah. that just kind of goes to show you, as you said, how widespread hydration is. And we don't really think of it that way. Mm-hmm. We really don't. So I really think that in order to really kind of position this as a, as a subject that could really, I think, land for a lot more people is how can we talk about this in a way that it's like a perspective shift, if you will? I mean, maybe, or in a way that kind of, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I can see people out there saying, oh, well, that's all well and good, you know, but right. it's just, it's just really flat out hard for me to do that. So yeah. I guess how, how can we make it easier for people, I guess, is, is the bottom line. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I, my first thought goes to, well, that's one of the main principles of like why we started buoy, which was, uh, this is hard. It, it yeah. really is because well, like, a, it takes a lot of thought and effort. Let's just put it that way. It does. And I think a lot of that comes down to our water sources, uh, it like even if you take it back a step before we were a civilization our water was eroding like rocks and minerals like downstream right so was, when you were getting it it was really loaded with a lot of these minerals that purified commercial water does not have so mm-hmm. when you look at tap water which i would not recommend uh, unless you filter it yeah. uh you filter it for health benefits because it's coming from the tap or you're worried about like uh 
at the microbiological level, just bacteria or just right. uh, contaminated water. But when you filter it, you're really losing a lot of those natural electrolytes. Before it was pretty easy for us to get them in our diets right. because they were rich in our food, but they were also rich in the water. We were consuming them at the same time. Right. Right. Good point. And right. I just feel like now, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that, you know, not all food, not all people's foods are the same, you know? So it's, it's something that I think, you know, I can sit here as a teacher and an educator and say, oh, well, we all need to pay more attention to this. But really at the end of the day, you know, we, we have, it has to be, we have to work with, with changing people's thoughts around it too. Yeah, uh, of course. I think, and when you start to think of just hydration as like less of this peak performance thing, as we talked about, and you start to think of it just as more as like an integral part to like feeling your best. I, I would always say that a lot of the symptoms of dehydration are often just misconstrued for like being tired or feeling off. I think the one thing that we like to point out is that most people, and I, I, I've seen studies that show like it can be up to 90%, but most people, when they are dehydrated, they actually opt for medicine because those feelings of being like tired and brain fog, uh, it is just, uh, I, I really kind of try to and teach to like uh, our subscribers and the people that uh, kind of buy into our mm-hmm. philosophy and approach to hydration that like, and I think they experience this as well as like that typical 2 PM wall that everyone runs into is like more classic dehydration than totally. it is anything else. Totally. And, and what, and what do most people do at that hour? They go hit the coffee machine or they, which is go, a diuretic. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or they <laughs> yeah. go, you know, for the candy machine or that, you know, the candy bowl at the office that you walk past every time you go somewhere or whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly, I still think there are a lot of people that are working virtually still and, and maybe for, you know, quite some time, but uh, you know, it doesn't change the fact that I think most people know what we're talking about when we're talking about hitting the wall in the middle of the day. And to your point, it's, you know, people just don't think about, I'm going to get up and go get a glass of water. I'm going to get up and go get a drink of water and maybe I'll feel better. So you know, I'm, I'm always interested in what can we say that will number one, get people's attention and number two, make it really easy for them. Yeah. And I think the best thing to do is just tell people to try it. Yeah. Have them commit to it because there's, there's not, there's so much you can do and like give statistics and try to be a voice of reason on it. But at the end of the day, it's just like how people perceive these things. It's like what we grew up with thinking. It's really hard to change unless you experience it yourself. That's actually why we at Bowie, we like recommend most of our people subscribe to, we kind of say it's like make hydration your habit. Uh, And, you know, we, we've changed our business model to be a little bit more subscription focused, purely just Uh based on the buying behavior that we saw is that the people that really got it, they were coming back to us and asking for a cheaper way to do this because they wanted to use more of it more consistently. And so I think when that comes down to it and like what we've tried to do is we like, we really try to gamify that first experience and what we're doing in 2022 is rewarding our customers at the front end, really front loading the experience of when they get buoy, which is for, as a refresher, it is a uh, bottle of, it's a two ounce bottle and it has mm-hmm. 40 servings of mm-hmm. electrolytes. And what yeah. goes in there is your principal electrolytes, sodium, chloride, potassium, magnesium, 
but also uh, what is really missing from our diets, which are ionic trace minerals. And those are go back to like what I was talking about through more older sources of water where they mm. would erode from the, uh, as like the water would come down, it was really rich in these minerals and most salt sources and most hydration beverages, they get them from one place that uh, in, in the United States that when it's processed, it, all those minerals just get boiled off at a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. So Taking a step back, I would say when you're using buoy, you know, we made it so you can add it to any drink. We tried mm-hmm. to make this as we thought about all the reasons people were struggling to hydrate well. And it was really came down to, it's just a habit. And if you're able to add these electrolytes and trace minerals to your diet, whenever you want to the drinks mm-hmm. that you're already drinking, whether mm-hmm. it's water or coffee, your matchas, your smoothies, it's just a small little squirt. It's like really I like yeah. to say it's about one twentieth the shot of of a shot of alcohol. It's really yeah. small, teeny tiny. You, it's teeny tiny, and when you add that in consistently, uh, especially throughout the day, it can start with three to five times a day, get up to five to seven. Uh, we are really trying to make it a habit, and the people that do it really come back to us. So. Uh, I was saying in, in 2022, one of the initiatives ours, we're really giving away a lot of branded merchandise and rewards for like really deep discounts is because we know that if, you, I mean, we're taking a bet that if you hydrate with buoy or hydrate anyway, right. But if you hydrate with buoy, we know it's a really effective, clean way to do so. We will be kind of like rewarding you with, for doing it. And because we, we yeah. our bet is that you'll keep coming back uh, yeah. is that's really the way it happens yeah. is people notice right. the energy shift. Right. Well, and I mean, we're, if we're being perfectly honest, when we're talking about human behavior or making a, a habit change or making something a habit, you know, not only do we have to make it easy, but we really do have to think about it from the perspective of the consumer and what's in it for me. And, you know, that kind of mentality and it's, it's beyond, I think most people know how important hydration is. You know, I think most people understand how important it is to drinks, you know, good quality water and to all the benefits that you get from that. But I mean, I mean, just speaking, frankly, if knowledge were enough to change behavior, where would we be? You know, I mean, I think, (laughs) you know, I mean, the teacher in me is like, you know, well, I mean, everyone, I think at the end of the day, most people know that. So I love the idea of, you know, what's in it for, you know, how, how can you reward people more for doing something that's really good for them? I love that whole philosophy. Yeah. And that's really the way that we've, you know, we actually are always thinking about like, what more rewards can we give? Is it enough for you to try it? Because if you try it, I guarantee you're going to really feel the difference. Uh, I mean, most people do that. We've had the, we've had a really, I mean, in 2022, we're also, I'm not sure I've shared this with you yet, but we're uh, also starting clinical trials. Uh, oh, good. And we're, uh, so we're working with uh, a few of our leading, like we have a board of health professionals. You're on one, you're, yep. you're on it. And we yep. just onboarded a chief medical officer that uh, will be leading us through some clinical trials, I think, hopefully in kind of like the late spring. Um, so we're getting ready for those. And we're really going to look at that cellular level. We, we always like to talk about hydrating and mineralizing at mm-hmm. that cellular level, which is like really what 
those ionic trace minerals that aren't found in a lot of those sources, mm-hmm. having a super fast absorbing, highly bioavailable form, which is mm-hmm. our liquid soluble form factor is, mm-hmm. I think it goes to, to, uh, it goes a long way, but as you said, right. With even any, with all the knowledge out there, I just read a book called biohack your brain and oh, the author, <laughs> author basically prescribed a form of buoy, like liquid soluble electrolytes with trace minerals without probably even knowing buoy exists. And so it's always cool to see people coming back to this from like the athlete side to the, you know, uh, cognition, yeah. like enhancing side, but it really just comes down to making it a ritual. And I think that's what we we're kind of carrying that burden as a brand mm-hmm. is, can we humanize it? Can we make it fun? Can we make this like really engaging? Yeah. It's like the way that the responsibility that we look is like the science has been there. You know, it, yeah. as you said, everyone knows it. Oh, totally. But- yeah. I mean, we're, we're told from when we were kids, how important it is to drink water. You know, I mean, you have yeah. to be hiding under a rock, not to know that as an adult. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's like one of those things that, it's said so much and it's such a cliche and yeah. like you may just not understand what that means. Like yeah. uh, you might not have a good example of what like a clean, like good hy- hydration hygiene looks like. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And that, that's a, that's a good point too. Cause I think, you know, it's so easy for those of us that do it on a regular basis to, I think we, we, we sometimes can literally take it for granted. So I think, always thinking about the perspective of how can we make this easy, but not only that, but how can we make this fun too? I think it's just even more incentive for people to consider, you know, trying something different and, you know, who knows the ultimate reward is that you make it a habit and you notice the the difference that it, you know, makes in your life in general. Absolutely. And, you know, I think the, the, the way that I always think about it is we are compensating for the fact that we have zero sugar Uh, and, uh, you know, buoy, like we really started clean, effective hydration. So that dictated the form factor that dictates how we recommend that you use it. Um, mm-hmm. And that also really went into like really trying to break hydration up with this idea of sugar. And I, we've gotten the question a few times from people that really know what they're talking about that mm-hmm. basically say you do need a minuscule amount of glucose to speed up that sodium glucose transport of water molecules into your bro- uh, bloodstream. Uh-huh. But it's kind of, they're certainly true. And the reason we chose to remove sugar entirely is a, it is such a minuscule amount that if you had like a orange or a lemon squeezing your water, you're getting that, that glucose already. And being in America, it, we just have a like sugar, like problem. Oh, say it again for the people in the back. It's more of an obsession (laughs) with sugar in this country. And so you're already getting that sugar in there. There's no need Mm -hmm. to make something that we want to be a ritual or a habit. Like Mm -hmm. some of the powder packets out there, Mm -hmm. uh, they have 11 grams of sugar in each serving. Can you imagine trying to hydrate? I mean that you're going over the FDA recommended amount of sugar, which is 26 grams per day. Yeah. And it doesn't take, you can easily exceed that with say one soda easily, easily. And then you think about the fact that so many people make sodas their default or like sugary, you know, quote unquote energy drinks, you know, or whatever. Right. I mean, you're going way over that for a day. Easily. And, you know, the other thing is like too much sugar, right? We talked about needing a minuscule amount of it, but too much sugar actually conversely works against effective hydration. So yep. if you had, a, if you had a soda and then you wanted to hydrate and you took a, a, a sports drink or a powder packet 
you're getting more sugar on top of that in a way that just does not uh, promote really good effective hydration. So yeah. I think that's why when we look at like why we started Bowie and what we're doing and, you know, now I think why even with really zero marketing, we've been so product focused to really try to get this right because we think of it as a big problem. And as you said, like we want to make something that's fun and, and yeah. addictive in the sense of well-being and not like with the sugar is you know, we, we were now nationwide in CVS. And I think one of the main reasons we were able to go nationwide with zero marketing dollars is the fact that uh, the product, I think the people that like start it and they learn about it and they get yeah. it, it, yeah. it really just becomes a really good solution for them. Yeah, absolutely. And then they tell their friends and, you know, it's like <laughs> yep. good old fashioned word of mouth. I mean, it's like back absolutely. before there was any social media, that was basically how people did business, right? <laughs> Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So before we wrap up, let's kind of circle back a little bit about, um, you know, what is actually like this time of year with it? I mean, it's like how we started our conversation this time of year with it being colder and everything. People aren't necessarily thinking about drinking more water. Let's let's kind of outline a little bit what that actually feels like, because I'm, I'm betting that there's people out there listening that maybe think they're getting enough fluid. But, yeah. but the reality is, is that most people don't. So what does that actually look like and feel like to people? Yeah, I would say even when it comes down to like what you're noticing, just when you're cold, uh, one of the main things that could happen is uh, at, like without trying to reteach you like a AP bio class in yeah. high school, yeah. what can happen is uh, vasoconstriction. And that is really translated to at the like how you would interpret it is like a chill or a goosebump. And when that happens, your kidneys are really trying to compensate for what they sense is a rise in blood pressure. So they start to excrete more water. Uh And when you compact that on top of a not so sensitive thirst response, uh, you could just be sitting there further dehydrating yourself. Like you already lose electrolytes, like even in your sleep. Yeah. During your commute. We wake up dehydrated. I mean, honestly, if we're (laughs) being honest, you know, I mean, right. Yeah. And, and I I would say that, you know, that's kind of, kind of goes into this way of like when, when cold weather comes to mind, uh, it's like, Hey, just one of the first things that goes to the wayside is those classic ideas of hydration and summer and the sun and sweat. You don't feel it as much, but at the biological level, your body's working harder to keep you hydrated and keep you warm. So it becomes ironically more important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, totally. I totally agree with that. I think it's, you know, a lot more critical this time of year versus, I mean, it's important anyway in the summer, but I think it's even more important in the winter time. Absolutely. And as I said, uh, as you pointed out, right, the air outside is dry, but the air inside your home is dry. The heated air in your home is typically drier. And uh, it just, you're really like, losing touch with the, that really hard to define uh, idea of like when you're hydrated and that thirst response. And so yeah. when you, I would say, you know, it's really good to try to get some practices around hydration. Like even if you just wanted to start with water or you wanted to start with another electrolyte solution that wasn't buoy, uh, mm-hmm. do so in the cold, like in these colder months, I think you will be really surprised. It's like one of those things that if you do it consistently over time, I, I guess the other thing here too, is like, just because you had a Gatorade at the beginning of the day, or you had your electrolyte or food intake at the beginning of the day, doesn't necessarily mean that that will carry you throughout the 
later yes. parts of the day or, Absolutely. or even into next week. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things that people really think of as like a checkbox, right? It's, it's always ongoing and yeah. hydrate in the morning. You will be dehydrated at, at, during like later on in the day, just yeah. purely because of your biology. Yeah. Well, you know, most people wake up dehydrated. One of the first things I do when I get up is I drink a glass of water. I mean, it's like Absolutely. automatic for That's me good. almost, you know, yeah. and then, you know, a couple hours later, I'm drinking another glass of water. So it's, you know, for me, that's just, that's what works for me, but I've gotten to where I'm so sensitive to it that, you know, I, that's what it's like. I don't even have to think about it. I just go and do it. And so what I find interesting with people when we're talking about hydration is, is what could literally be like, you know, I don't want to call it a trigger, but what would be like an easy, easy way to literally help people get started? Well, uh, if we wanted to, I would say a, we can, we're always as, as, uh, as, as like being a partner, we're always willing to give your listeners a discount if they wanted yeah. to start with Bowie. However, yeah. I'll get into that in a second, but I, I really like what you said. Me personally, I wake up and I have a glass of warm water. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually have two glasses of warm water about 30 to 45 minutes before I eat or drink anything else. Mm-hmm. Not only is this hydrating me, but it is also helping improve like the detox process from overnight. I mean, you're, oh, I'm you're, so glad you brought that up because I feel like, I feel like there's so many people that think they're hungry. And so the first thing they want to do is eat or maybe have a snack no, later. Yeah. <laughs> and most of the time your body doesn't even need food and you're really not hungry. It's just, it's because you're dehydrated. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would say, especially in the cold months, like just try w- water. Uh, if you wanted to add a little bit of lemon to it, then you're already getting some natural electrolytes. So that's really good. Uh, and I would do that before you eat or drink anything else, right? When you wake up warm to hot water, two glasses. And as, uh, uh, as you were saying too, is like, it, it's one of those habits where I think when you, you, you won't think about it anymore. That is, I've been doing this routine now for five years and people see me do it. And I've gotten my whole family and friends doing it. Now everyone has their, their water in the morning because you do wake up dehydrated, but you also really uh, just boost your metabolism and you Mm -hmm. boost uh, the, like your detoxification process, because when you detoxify at night, uh, you are, you don't want to absorb everything that your body worked really hard to get out. You want to flush that out of your system. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love, that's a, a good way to kind of frame it. Cause I think, you know, a lot of people, particularly if they're not morning people, I mean, just, you know, getting up and getting going is work enough. You know, the first thing they want maybe is a cup of coffee, which, you know, if I'm being honest, sometimes that's what I want, but I'm, I'm so I've gotten so much in the habit that I drink my water first. I still have my coffee, but but the Same. water is really, water is really <laughs> the first thing that I want, you know, for that reason. Yeah. And this would kind of go into buoy, uh, where I would say we've talked a lot about our thirst response on this podcast, which is um, great. But if you want to get more into the specifics of like your hunger and, and feeling full, uh, part of hydration, you're right. Uh, drinking water can curb your, uh, your yeah. sense of like how much you want to eat, but also mm-hmm. they're at a very like microbiological level, those ionic trace minerals, not the sodium chloride and potassium, uh, those principal ones that we've talked about, but those ionic trace minerals that are often missing from our diet, 
so many Americans are mineral deficient, partly because of all this refined and processed salt sources that I talked about. Uh-huh, but right. Th- those actually do act as a sort of uh, sadi, like it, it really makes you feel full in a way that is subtle, but like stark because a lot of those minerals is like, we used to get those minerals from our food and water. And because we don't get them from our, like just modern agricultural practices have really dissolved the quality of our soil. So those minerals are not as present in our food because we're not getting them. That's that some, some of our hunger response can be attributed to missing those minerals that we have been trained to get from our food that we no longer can get from our food, especially the processed foods that a lot of people eat. Oh, totally. Totally. I mean, so many people, you know, that's probably more of a basic part of how they eat than, (laughs) you know, eating the eating, you know, what they think, what they know and should be eating really speaking, frankly. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's say someone out there is listening to this and they're like starting to connect the dots a little bit, but maybe they're like, yeah, whatever. I've tried this a million times and I just, I can't seem to really make this work or I just, I'm up and down with it. So let's, you know, can you, can you offer up maybe three easy tips that might help, you know, that might help kind of get the process started for people or maybe like giving them a new way to reframe it maybe? Yeah, I would say, well, first, uh, I would just really focus on, I think, A, starting in the morning with the the water is great for a lot of reasons, right? Just outside of hydration, that will flush out what your body like is processing and detoxing at night. Mm -hmm. The other thing I would really think about is uh, I would want really marrying the idea of when you're taking fluids in, you should be taking electrolytes in. Maybe it's not one for one. That's really hard to do unless you have a product like buoy or you have like another electrolyte supplement that you're using, but really thinking about it as not just something that you're checking the box once during the day, or it's not, it's not a multivitamin, unfortunately, right? You can't just take it in the morning and set it and forget it. Right. It is one of those things that you do need to actively be doing. Uh, and just unfortunately, even if you're eating organic, right, our soil is not rich with electrolytes and these vitamins and these minerals like it used to be. So it has fallen on the consumer uh, and not just, I would say the consumer, just the American public, I would say, speaking at large to really, it's like, we've kind of burdened ourselves with this problem is that you have to really think about hydration in a way that's different, yeah. right? It, the electrolytes yeah. and fluids, And, um, I think the last thing I would really stress is don't think about hydration as the athletes and the peak performance. This is something that really can impact like at a, your, your, your very minuscule day-to-day tasks, uh, checking emails, like not getting burned out or anxious or restless or irritable, uh, having the energy to keep your plans after work. I know we're all working remotely now, but even if you were working remotely or in the office, like having the ability to come home and be a better mom, be a better dad in the sense, like not, you know, just having the energy to like, you're not feeling so drained that you can't show up in other parts of your life. Yeah. That is a big thing that uh, hydration can help with. Uh, Totally. I I totally agree with that. Um, And that's what I would leave. Yeah. That's what I would leave off with is, is like, at least for me personally, it's uh, one of those things where, I mean, I have like, become a little too obsessed with hydration in the way yeah. that I know when I'm hydrated <laughs> and when yeah. I'm dehydrated, but, um, it really like 
the difference is when I, when those days, when I have back-to-back meetings or I forget Bowie and I'm traveling or I'm just really like not uh, something, you know, life happens. And I just wasn't drinking as much as I typically drink. I feel like I need to go home and take a nap in a way that most people and most days I'm coming out five, 6 PM and I work out. I, I have a lot of like after work workouts, I like to work out in the morning. And then I also work out a little bit at night and just staying hydrated all day. I can do that easily. I'm motivated to do it versus like, I just need to come home and sit on the couch and kind of veg out for a while. It's that big of a difference for me. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's, um, and that's, that's really the, the key, a key point here. I think is that people say, well, I don't have time to do it. Um, you know, I don't have the energy to work out because of this and this and this, but just something as simple as the concept of hydration and whatever that looks like for you, whether it's drinking water in the morning or, you know, using a little buoy, or maybe it's a little bit of both. It's like, it's something so simple that it could literally like change the game for you. It can, it's, it's a chicken and the egg problem. Uh, A lot of people don't have the energy to do it. And it's really because, uh, especially with hydration, it's because they are dehydrated. And yeah, and I, I really looking at, I, I would leave them off, leave your listeners off with the fact of it really hydration can show up in the ways that you can just be like that better version of yourself, whether that is a parent or, you know, a spouse, or you have these wellness goals that you have to meet outside of your work hours, like just try it out. And I think that's why we are always like really excited when we partner uh, with, uh, actually you've been one of our longest partners. And, and so I, your listeners and, and the community that you have, uh, mm-hmm. not just in Raleigh, but to everyone that kind of turns to you as like a health coach and mentor, yeah. we're always happy to help out. So if people do have questions, they can certainly reach out to us at just oh, uh, My name is, my name is Eddie. So they can, uh, if, if you come to our site, you come to our Instagram, we're kind of going through a brand shift right now. So it's not quite ready, but uh-huh. uh, you might come and see some placeholder stuff, but reach out to us. I would say the other thing too, is we are just moving towards that subscription-based model. And so anyone that is in your community that wants to try buoy, they can get 40% off their first month. Oh, uh, great. And so I will work with you to distribute the coupon code. We can do a CU Fitness 40 Um, And again, if they are coming from you and they want clarity, they can always message us. We'll take care of it on the back end, but they can use uh, CU Fitness 40 for uh, 40% off their first month. And I always say this, if it's not for you, you, you'll get your full money back. So if this is, if Bowie is not the right solution for you, I hope it is. And we'll work together. You know, I can give you some tips on, on the way that I've seen people like integrate it in their lives. But at the end of the day, no questions asked. If you don't like it or you found a better solution, mm-hmm. uh, great. We'll give you your your money back. We're not in the business of of trying to take your money for something that doesn't serve you. So yeah, it's a pretty easy. Uh, I would say heading into the new year, if you if you want to try this out, you can try it off the forty percent off just that awesome. first month okay. and uh, guilt free. Right? If this doesn't work for you, just send me an email. I'll get your money back. Yeah, that's great. So if anyone out there is listening. And you're, you know, thinking that this is something you really want to step up. I would highly, highly recommend you take Eddie up on his offer. Use the coupon code CUFitness40 and get your 40% off. That's double what we normally offer. So 
now is a great time to, you know, jump right on that. Um, so Eddie, thanks again for joining me. It's always great to talk to you. Oh, it's always so much fun to come on and talk. There's not many people that, uh, I think do, do so in a way where they, they get it. You get hydration. I think it, uh, it, it's, it's always a fun time just kind of chatting about, uh, yeah. the ways in which, uh, hydration shows up because it's yeah. different for everyone. And, I think we always have a, uh, it's pretty timely. You know, we've covered the summer, we've covered the winter. Uh, we can come on again and cover other aspects uh, in the future. Oh yeah, totally. I'll have you back on in the spring, you know, the weather starts yeah. to get warm and we'll kind of, you know, kind of, kind of have another, another conversation then. So thanks again yeah. for joining me. Well, thank so, you so much, Allison. And so if anyone out there is listening again, um, Reminded, you've got a great opportunity here. Use your coupon code CUFITNESS40. You can find that in the show notes below um, and take advantage of that offer. And like Eddie said, if it doesn't work, hey, no big deal, no pressure. Just um, feel free to you know drop him a note. You can find him at justaddbuoy.com. Um, if you have not checked out their website yet, I would definitely recommend that you do that. And if you are not in my private Facebook group, please come over and join me there. Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. We talk about a lot of things in there. And really, and since, since we're in the new year, kind of our focus has been on kind of mapping out what your 2022 looks like. So this is a perfect something to add into that. So please come over and join me there. If Facebook's not your thing, you can find me on Instagram at FitStyleGal, or you can look for me on LinkedIn as well. Um, we've got lots of exciting things in the works this year. We've got some destination retreats we're going to be going on. The first one of 2022 is happening next month in Charleston, South Carolina. And I've got two spots left and we're going back to Key West in May. And I've got four spots left for that. So these retreats are filling up. We're going to be opening up Denver and Antigua and Jamaica, which are the other locations where we're going this year, um, you know, soon, probably in the next few months. So if that sounds like something that's intriguing for you, um, feel free to drop me a DM and reach out. And the last thing I want to ask of you before I sign off is please go and leave us a review. Um, you can look for us on iTunes or Podchaser and um, just give us some feedback. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you'd like to see us talk about more. And you can even screenshot your review and drop it in a DM to me or send me an email at allison at cufitness.com. And I'll be glad to drop a little gift in the mail to you um, because I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to help continue to help us spread the word and spread our message. So um, thank you again for all of your support of the ultimate journey of self-care. Every week we reach more and more people and I could not do it without you. So this is Allison Katzkowski with the ultimate journey of self-care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one. <laughs>